What's going on, beautiful people? You know, I spent the last hour talking about the verdict and I'm, you know, I'm not impressed with it. I'm not, I'm over it. I'm, I'm a black woman, so I'm not hopeful about anything. What I am wishing, though, is that people would start saying reconstruction. I don't need to hear reform. I don't need to hear uh, defund the police. I don't need to hear anything like that. I want to hear about how we are going to reconstruct the police force so that it is an entity that is out there literally protecting and serving the American people. Black people in this country, <clears throat> the descendants of slaves, I'm going to just leave it with the descendants of slaves. I'm going to push everybody else out of this. The descendants of slaves have got something coming to them. Now, I don't know if George Floyd was a descendant of slaves or, or what, but let's just, for my uh, making a point here. Let's just go with this. Descendants of slaves. So, descendants of slaves have long been telling people in this country that racism exists. We have been told that affirmative action is our uh, solution and that we need to shut up. We have been told that black women marry white men, white women marry black men, mixed race babies are happening, people from different cultures and religions are getting together. Racism cannot exist. There are black doctors, black professionals, black lawyers, black judges, black athletes. Racism does not exist. Black people are allowed to flourish in certain systems in society and so therefore racism does not exist we can look at each and every scenario that i mentioned and we can take it apart and say racism is right there it's right there it's right there it's right there it's right there and it's still happening So many people have told us for so long to shut up. Racism doesn't exist. Here you go. Here's a cookie. Here's a pacifier. Here's a guilty verdict. What happens after that guilty verdict? At least no one hugged the murderer. At least no one walked up to Derek Chauvin and hugged him. Thank God. In this country, black people have been fighting for so long to get justice. So long. Now that this has happened with this guilty verdict, 
Time will tell if we should be looking forward to a reconstruction or war. Time will tell. Because that defense is dirty as fuck. And they can pull anything out their hat. And do whatever they want. Because the system is still for the racist white man. Still for the racist white man. They have not done anything to make sure that this shit does not happen again in Minnesota. As a matter of fact, Dante Wright was just murdered. Right? So the systems are still run. A police officer at any time that is racist can go and kill somebody that is black and not suffer like black people do when we go out and you know but it's the last of a dying breed that's why that there was a, that's why there was guilty verdict because 12 people on a jury decided unanimously that Derek Chauvin was guilty those 12 people We're supposed to be representing the community in a city in Minnesota that are holding that former police officer accountable for his actions. And they said that he murdered George Floyd. I can look at those 12 people and say that there is hope, but I'm not going to do that because so many times the right thing has been done, but it was done because there was no way out. Derek Chauvin, he did what he did because he wanted to. And his people got caught red-handed. The racists got caught red-handed that day. So the only thing they could do was make it comfortable for Derek Chauvin to be out on bail. And they're giving him another eight weeks before he's sentenced. That's all they can do for him. Maybe they're going to come up with more. Who knows? They tried to talk about what Maxine Waters said, but how the fuck could the judge reprimand Maxine Waters on what she said when what she said was on the news and the jury was not supposed to be listening to the news? Where else could she have said that? In the courtroom? Did the jurors go to where Maxine Waters was and hear her say that? Okay. 
So that shouldn't have that should have never been an issue. He should have never reprimanded her for that. He should have just kept his fucking mouth shut and made some phone calls. That was irresponsible and very very careless because right there that told me yeah okay you one of them you one of them too not surprising from the way he's been acting during the whole trial he's not one of those judges that is one of those you know he's not one of those white people that likes black people let's just put it that way he just tolerates us but he doesn't like us so shame on him for belittling and talking about Maxine because of so many other things that were said during this trial by so many other people but he wants to condemn her a black woman okay You did, you you got your attaboy in. You you did right. They're going to pat you on the back when you go to the the country clubs and shit. You go golfing with your little buddies. They're going to say, "Yeah, you gave that you you gave that Maxine Waters a thing or two. Yep, okay. Oh, people out here. Auntie Maxine. I forget whether her name is Waters or Walters. I can't never remember. I'll just call her Auntie Maxine. But anyway, I'm not this this whole shit don't impress I'm not impressed. I was just hoping for a lot of people's sake that they would say that he was guilty on all counts. I was just hoping that. Because there wasn't going to be too many people that was going to be very happy. People would have had to stay at home because it wasn't. It wasn't going to be nice. I just want to tell people in the coming days to think about how you are going to make the world a better place because we're going to have. We've got newborn babies being born right now. They're going to have to watch the killing of George Floyd one day for a school project, for history, to become a lawyer, become a judge. They're going to have to watch this. And they're going to look at you and they're going to say, do you remember that? Where were you? How did you feel during that time? And they may not say it to you, but they'll be looking at you and your life. And they'll be trying to figure out how you changed things. How you helped change things for them. That's how you earn respect. So... I'm going to end this episode with this. There was a black man who was murdered. In 2009. 
And I told myself, I sat down and watched while the whole world made fun of him. I sat down and listened while comedians talked shit about him. I told myself, I don't like getting on computers and I didn't have an email address until 1999. That's when I got my first email address. crazy so I wasn't always on computers heavy social media I had a MySpace page I was rarely on that I think I got on Facebook maybe 10 years ago In 2014, I was really active on Twitter. And I got off for a while. Then when that lion-ass film came out, I was like, ooh. I remembered. Janet was on Twitter, and she liked some of my posts. So LaToya was on Twitter, and she liked some of my posts. So I said, let me get my ass back on Twitter and see what the fuck is going on with Michael. And here I am. Fourth podcast created. Many episodes. And I'm fighting for this black man. Trying to figure out how I can help make the world a better place. So, when I sit down and I talk to my grandchildren and we watch the murder of George Floyd and we discuss the case, I'll be able to tell them where I was, what I was doing. And hopefully they'll be encouraged to continue on with fighting for the innocent, fighting for the helpless, fighting for their people. But most of all, most of all, fighting for humanity. I have nothing else to say, but I just want you guys to be safe. Take care of yourselves out there. Don't let your guard down for one second. They've done it to us too many times before. Guys, take care. (sighs) Thank you for listening.